Hello, everyone, and welcome to Janky the Max, a podcast where we talk to inspirational creators about their fascinating projects that they create. Today on the show, we have when we talk to Sylvania about his DIY TV he's making from vacuum tubes, as well as a few other projects he's working on. Uh, today with me, I have my co-host, Glavin. Hi. Hey, hey, guys. How's it going? Uh, it's, before we get started, there's a few things to take care of. First of all, uh, all these episodes are streamed live in the Jinky DIY Discord server. Uh, so if you want to talk to any of these guests or just hang out and have fun, um, head over there. It's a blast. We have a lot of fun. Um... Oh, the podcast, the subscribe, we're like, share, we're, should be everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that sort of stuff. Uh, we also started a Patreon, so we're, we're, it's, it's an official show now because every show has to have a Patreon or podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, essentially help me get a better mic, maybe hire someone to do an intro, outro, polish it up a bit, make it bigger. Um, all right, uh, without any more stuff, uh, hi, Sylvania, glad you could be here. Yeah, I'm glad to be here, too. So, uh, tell, tell us what you're working on. Uh, you I'm have the floor. Oh, <laughs> I'm designing a 19-inch uh, black-and-white television set, uh, all tube. only has about one geranium rectifier for the power supply. Uh, that's practically the only solid-state thing there. Um, so the diagram is based off of one found in the RC30, uh, data manual, uh, printed by RCA. Um, the chassis is similar to the uh, KCS-152, uh, RCA model. Um, I had to do a bit of tube substitution because... Right. Um, substitution? Yeah, tube substitution. <laughs> no, it was, it was it was a pun. All right, keep going. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to do a bit of tube substitution. Uh, many of the tubes in the set were Novar tubes, so I had to find equivalents uh, to Compactron tubes because the Compactrons are cheaper. But yes, um, I'm just trying to, when I get the picture tube, it's still uh, on hold by the Early Television Museum. Uh, I would recommend going there. It's called the earlytelevisionmuseum.org. Um, see here. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for them to send the picture tube. The owner is sick, so... You can't do it right away, but I'm just waiting still, so. Whenever the picture tube comes, I can order, like, the res some of the other resistors, capacitors, um, the tube sockets, and the vacuum tubes themselves. So, that's what I'm just working on right now. Wow, that's that, that sounds like a big project. So, and essentially, you're just taking the... Um, the diagrams and schematics from the the manual, and you're just rebuilding it completely from those specs. Yes and no. I'm making a few modifications too, so mm -hmm. just to make things cheaper or um, 
allow for better picture quality, basically. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, so, f for those of us who uh, grew up in the 21st century, uh, to tell, tell us a bit about how, uh, like, RCA t TVs work with, uh, well, I guess how vacuum tube TVs work. Well, let's see here. Um, normally, there would be uh, the receiver. This would comprise of the tuner in the intermittent frequency stage, also shortened to IF. So first, the tuner receives the signal through an antenna and is amplified and combined with a different signal to produce a steady signal, um, just one signal. Um, this signal comprises of 4. Point, no, I'm sorry, 45.75 megahertz for the video and 41.25 uh, megahertz for the uh, audio. It is then went passed through the intermittent frequency stages, IF stages, amplified by them, and then detected by a video detector diode at, at the end. It is then passed through a 4.5 uh, megahertz uh, filter, which then separates the one, I'm sorry, uh, the audio from the video and sends it to the detector. There's many types of audio detectors. There's the uh, Sealy detector, which comprises of uh, two diodes and a center tapped transformer. And then there is the uh, gated discriminator type, which uses a single pentode and a quadrature coil to detect it. Um, after the video is detected, it is then sent to the video amplifier. This is then sent to the cathode of the picture tube uh, to uh, determine the varying uh, light of the, each line of the picture. Uh, it is also taken uh, to a sync separator. This takes the synchronization from the video signal and sends it to the oscillators. There are two oscillators, the horizontal and vertical oscillator. The horizontal comprises of two, usually two, uh, triodes and for phase detection, which keeps the oscillator in line, a two diodes. Uh, after the oscillation, uh, I'm sorry, oscillator is synchronized, uh, the, the signal is sent out to a horizontal uh, output tube. This produces a high voltage uh, through a flyback transformer. Um, the reason why it's called a flyback transformer is because of the wave, uh, the sawtooth wave would be flying back if you were seeing it on an oscilloscope. So it would A, produce the high voltage, B, produce uh, the horizontal uh, frequency or horizontal output for the deflection coil, the horizontal part of the deflection coils. Um, the other, the vertical synchronization usually goes to a, a 
big old tube. Uh, depending on what tube it is, you can either use a dual triode. One of them is a high power triode and, and a low power triode for to produce oscillations uh, for the vertical output transformer, which then is linked to the hor um, sorry, the ver the yoke, vertical part of the yoke. Um, the other way to do it is through a beam power pento unit. Uh, combined with a low-powered triode to produce the hor the I'm sorry the vertical oscillations. So the synchronization just basically makes sure that all the oscillators are in line. Uh, from also to, to make sure that strong signals um, do not mess up the set. When weak signals are amplified to produce a better picture. Uh, the video out also output also is linked to a uh, automatic gain control system, which uh, amplifies the signal uh, based upon whether it's a weak or strong signal. So that's just basically how one of those televisions works. Now my wow. television, yeah, it's it's really interesting. <laughs> so, it's so very involved. Up, it's magic. Yeah, well, yes. <laughs> to the repairman, it's just a bunch of numbers and diagrams. So, but I had a so modify. What? You so you're yeah. Go ahead. Your your television. What makes that uh, different than mod? the other televisions? Well, because since the digital television conversion in two thousand nine, at least here in the U.S., and in two thousand twelve for the U.K. Um, um, analog signals are no longer practical, so feeding the video by a uh, RCA cable, just composite video, and the audio through um, the two other composite cables would be a better option. So you just basically eliminate the tuner, the IF stage, and the AGC system. Um, and the audio detectors, um, just to leave the audio amplifier uh, so that it can amplify the um, the audio coming in through the composite jets. So, okay. I just, I, yeah, so, so basically I just modernized. Basically, yes, it's modernized, basically. Yes. Nice. So, yeah. Well, what, I mean, what made you decide to... To, to go and build a RCA television. Well, let's see here. It's sort of like one of those things where, um, I, well, I had previously built were two and three inch televisions. Uh, they were all green screen, uh, nevertheless, but they were. Oh wow! <laughs> so I wanted to try um, designing my own television that. Um, let's see here. Could it was big. It's a 19-inch and is black and white, so that's nice. the reason why. That is that so, that is so cool. So are you <laughs> are you building this television completely from like parts that you're ordering, or do you already have like a TV that was broken and then like you're just kind of take, gutting it and repurposing it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm basically just building it all from scratch from parts that I'm ordering or already have 
That's impressive. Yeah. I mean, sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> having no nothing back to look, nothing to you know look at from you know something that was already it was a working TV at one point in time. Now you're just going completely from scratch. I mean, that's definitely a <laughs> a whole different stuff. It's a stuff challenge. of challenge. Yeah. What have been yeah. some of your biggest um, problems you've had? Oh, certainly the picture tube ordering. I first tried it from ordering it from Sears, but Sears didn't have the part. Wait, 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 wait hold on. Me. You can order stuff. You can order vacuum tubes from Sears? At least Sears Direct, yes. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. <laughs> I know. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah. Um... I tried ordering the picture tube from Sears, but they said they had it, but in reality, I don't think they really did. So they refunded uh, most of my money. Um, so now I'm going with the early television museum. And they're a bit slow too, but I'm going to wait on them. So. Wow. Uh, Sergeant Warhammer asked a question. Um, what are the most common compatibility issues that you encountered? Most common Compatibility? Yeah. Um, in what? Like video signals or... Um, I, I'm, I'm going to assume he's prop yeah, signals. Um, there's not much compatibility um, here in the U.S. Everything is uh, 225 lines, so it's, it's pretty standard. Mm -hmm. So there's not much going on relative to that. I mean, if you really wanted to get, like, television from, like, the internet, then you'd have to put it through a bunch of converters. But, right. yeah, there hasn't been much um, trouble in that area. Okay. V very cool. So, what's the, like, is there a use case for this? I mean, are you going to have you gonna have friends over and just, like, oh, want to watch a show and, like, Turn on your old 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 school TV. <laughs> I mean, well, it's just sort of um, a challenge. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it would be. I mean, all the television sets I have are like twelve inch. That's my largest. Those largest sets. So um, having a large, a slightly larger television would be a luxury. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that. Could you uh, convert it to a, like a, a yeah, you could probably somehow convert it to a um, a monitor, right? For for a, a oh, computer. absolutely, absolutely. Um, like I'll give an example: the Raspberry Pi that has a 525 line output. It's a bit hard to get, but yes, I can get it. That that would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I still. Yeah, go for it. No, I was just gonna say I still remember my first my first PC. It was it was like a family computer, first of all. But the the monitor was longer than it was like wide and tall. <laughs> I yeah, I have one of those monitors. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> I, I, I hooked it up to my Raspberry Pi too, but uh, the converter broke, so it's no longer being used until I get a new converter. Wow. So, what are some of your 
um, projects you have lined up? Oh, I'm designing an oscilloscope because, well, um, I need one, absolutely, so. Why buy it when you can build it, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, I have all the parts. I just need to uh, get making, basically. <laughs> nice. Wow. So is that going to be a similar thing where it's just completely from scratch? Or are you going to, like, have a kit? or? Well, it's going to be certainly from scratch because, I mean, kits are expensive. No kidding. So. <laughs> Oh, no kidding? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, kits are pretty expensive, so I'll just design my own. It's just one of those things where you can cheaply do it if you have all the parts. Right. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like, uh, that sounds like a, a fun project. I, I gotta be curious, though. What what got you into the whole television scene in the first place? Well, it's a very long story. Um, so I don't know where to begin. Let's see here, television was. I've always wanted to build a television set because um, I was interested in howing, knowing how they work. Mm -hmm. Years I studied up on them, read about them, and attempted to build ones, hence the two and three inch televisions. So this will be like my my dream of having a television built. So that that's really cool. That's, Is there a yeah, reason I, I why you're wanting that. to go with just black and white instead of going with color? Um, I could have done color, but. In color, there's a lot of adjustments that have to be made, so it's and I don't have a lot of the gear for it because in color television you have beam convergences, burst amplifiers, um, burst uh, sinkers, uh, phase detectors, and whatnot, color killers. So there's a bunch of stuff that goes into that. And um, one of those things where it's hard to find a lot of the parts for them, like the coils, those are the biggest headaches. Mm -hmm. um, for the black and white set, I could barely find all the, the coils for it, so I'm lucky that I did. So it just greatly increases the complexity by an entire magnitude to go from black yes. and white to color. Absolutely. It's twice as much more complicated, so... Oh wow! Yeah. So essentially, you're saying that like the the biggest problems with these like I'm assuming it probably carries into other uh, old or I guess ancient tech tech like projects is the finding the parts. Absolutely. Um, you have to basically scour the internet top to bottom to find a distributor that's reputable and. Um, so it carries the correct parts. Um, it's like trying to find a job. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, although, yeah, it's, it's about trying to find a job. Um, although even some reputable um, distributors, hence Sears, don't even know what they're selling. So <laughs> I, I bet the guy in the warehouse is like, 
What? What is this thing? I've never seen this thing before. Exactly. Hey, Craig, come over here. Do I have to <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Wow. That. That. That's really. That's really... Yeah, it's interesting stuff. So, what kind of inputs will your TV have? Like, what things can you hook up to it? Oh, I mean. Just has the standard RCA composite input, and when I mean say RCA, I mean um, it's just a jack. It's not the actual thing made by RCA. Right. The the white, red, jack. and yellow cord. Exactly. Yes. So you could hook your uh, Wii up to that. That has a RCA output. Um, some DTV converters. Uh, digital to analog television converters, I should say, have a uh, um, RCA output. Although RCA is slowly fading away, it's still used, so many electronics will have an output for them. So you can play um, your Wii on, yeah, on your, your TV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, Sergeant Warhammer asked another question. Thanks so much for keep these cu questions coming, everyone. Um, yes. Love to, love to hear from you guys. Um, so, wh which standard do you see often with these legacy devices? For example, RS two thirty two. Um. Hold on, just a moment. Um, standard. I think. This, there's a standard, well, the standard, at least for signals here in the United States. Oh, just a stand. oh, that kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. Where yeah, you go, folks? Yeah, the 525 lines, also known as 480i, or I'm sorry, 480p, um, that's the a video signal standard. Um, most televisions can. Uh, work with, at least here made in the United States, but um, just the RCA jacks also I think they're called um, Bono jacks, that's another name for them um, that's the kind of standard they use so what's, so you say in the USA how is it different in Europe? in Europe um, they have uh, I want to say 625 lines in Europe. Um, their refresh rate is 25 hertz, and here in the United States, it's 30 um, hertz. Um, yeah, and their horizontal frequency is different too. Here in the U.S., it's 15,750. Uh, hertz, also 15.7 uh, kilohertz, but over there they have uh, 15.6 uh, kilohertz, so there's a difference. So why don't um, why don't we trade Europe for the metric system, and then they in turn just standardize their tech? You get me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like that's a win-win situation right there. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. Um, I wish they, that would happen, because so that Europe would be able to 
use our system and we can use their system, so. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I, I don't get the thing with, like, the weird wall outlets and stuff. I, I don't know. Yeah, the outlets are really weird over there. I don't know what's, what's up with them, but whatever. <laughs> well, they kind of have a point to a degree where the higher the voltage, because they run typically on, like, uh, 240 or 220 line uh, for yeah. most of their common appliances. The higher the voltage, the less current you need, so thus the smaller conductors are required because current is where yeah. you have the most heat that takes place. So it kind of, it makes sense to a degree when you start thinking about their the actual like backbone of their utility and what they're trying to do exactly. internally. Yeah. Yeah, because over here the standard like uh, lighting branch circuit is like 15 amps. Um, probably over there, um, they have a 220 volt system. Um, they would probably only need 17, I'm sorry, 7.5 amps, uh, meaning that they would have to sort of like have a sh smaller conductor for that. So, yeah, that, that's a yeah, plus. exactly. But yeah, it's, there's a, a bunch of tables for that in the NEC. And, um, but, yeah. Huh. So. Interesting. You know, so after the, uh, so, so you're, you're planning on working the oscilloscope, uh, any, any other projects you got planned or you're working on? Um, none that I can think of now. I mean, I mean, if I go to the antique store and get another radio, that would be a project, but... <laughs> I bet, well, I bet radios are, are, are what you do to, to relax, you know, like, you, you work really hard in these TVs, and you're like, oh, radios, <laughs> so easy. <laughs> Partially, yes. Most of the old radios just have a few problems in them, like, um, the filter capacitors go bad, um, some causing a humming noise in the radio. New problem coming up in most of these radios is uh, silver mica disease, which basically affects uh, the IF stages in the radio. Mm -hmm. um, so we have to re uh, replace some of the capacitors in the IF stage. But no, there's not much else going on with radios that really need to be changed. Um, maybe a few bad capacitors, if they're wax capacitors, certainly change them, but yeah, not much. Nice. That's pretty cool. I like the, what I love about the old radios, like the big ones, for me, I, I'm a bit of a designer, I like, I'm very, I care about the aesthetic a lot. I love how the old ones look and how they were built to like, not only function, but also look classy. Oh yeah, I feel, I feel like that's something that the, we we could uh, learn learn from the past. Yeah, today, but. exactly. Um, there's like the 1920s and 30s radios. Those ones are like in the Art Deco style. Um, some of the 40s radios um, are in Art Deco style too, but then. Um, in the 1950s, style, style started changing, and they turned into like the space age, where um, where everything had lines in them and whatnot. Mm. And so, then it stayed the, almost like the same 
um, until the 1970s. So, yeah, it just changes through throughout history. So, yeah, yeah. Now, now you pick up. Uh, I know. I you don't get me started on how how new tech looks. It's just I don't know. I find it really boring. Like, oh, here's Truly. a rectangle that does stuff. Wee. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think Jay is uh, also one of those people who likes that classic car look too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have odd designs, just odd ideas about the design. <laughs> oh, the new uh, Xbox, that just looks like a refrigerator. <laughs> well, it's, there's so many things it could be, though. That's the problem. Uh, it's just a generic, giant, like, rectangle. No, no, it's not rectangle. What's, what's a four, three-dimensional rectangle? What's it called? Um, a, a rectangular prism. Yes, rectangular prism. That, that's what it is. It, yeah. <laughs> it's cute boy. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, uh, we should probably wrap, wrap this up. Um, glad you could be here. Is there any uh, way people can follow you? You have Twitter, you've got no, social media, or just. I actually don't have a social media. But, um, <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can just find. Me on Discord, so. Alright, alright, oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, def definitely, yeah. If, you, if you, for those of you listening, not on Discord, you should totally join. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> alright, um, well, thanks for everyone for, for showing up, and I yep. felt like I, felt like we learned a lot. Don't forget to subscribe, like, share. The, the more views we get, the, the the bigger the guests can be, in theory, hopefully, maybe. 400th epi episode is Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, everyone. Jenky to the max. Jenky to the max. Thank you to the max.